Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. I'm Ray Clark. It's the time of year when gardeners and farmers look ahead to the new growing year. And it's also the time of year when they look towards buying new equipment. One of the country's largest gardening and agricultural machinery distributors is Ernest Doe & Son, based at Alting near Malden in Essex. And every year at this time, they hold a three-day show to display the latest in equipment, from spades and forks to huge caterpillar-tracked combine harvesters. I went along for a preview. Uh, we're expecting about 10,000 visitors over the uh, coming three days. And, and I'm guessing it's, it's worth doing. That's when you do an awful lot of business ready for the, the summer season ahead. Absolutely. And the key thing there is affordability. So the, the prices are keenly priced to sell over those three days. and makes it a very busy show. Is it just a, a field full of farmers that turn up or do you get other customers that are here as well? There's a full mix, actually, because we have uh, all the horticulturalists, the arborists. So you've got groundkeepers, um, a full spectrum and just people that are just generally interested in farming. Getting ready for this must be a heck of a job. It is, yeah. We, we start any groundworks that we have to do before Christmas and then um, straight after Christmas, the holiday, we all come back. Uh, we start with a team of about six of us and then we slowly build up the show day by day. Uh, the machines all come in from all different places and uh, they're all unloaded. As the show gets nearer day by day, it all takes shape. I was brought up on a farm and I've always had this dream of buying a combine. I don't think I'll be stretching to that, so I don't think you can put a little tick by me in the, in the sales ledger. Uh, or even a tractor, though I could cause havoc with one. We can have a look at a tractor a bit later, aren't we? We are, yeah. We've got one of our latest case uh, tractors here today with a plough on the back. So, uh, yeah, we'll get you down the field and let you have a go. So here we are in the entrance marquee to the show. So now these um, are proper tractors. That's where, I, I, as a little boy, my dad drove one of those. And then we've got the the legendary uh, Doe Triple D here, which was built and designed here at Alton. Uh, so this year we're going to have this at the centrepiece of our entrance marquee. They do look beautiful, don't they? I mean, perhaps it's just me that gets excited about old-fashioned tractors, but... Yeah, well, here comes another one. Oh, look at this. <laughs> this one just coming in, this is an old case tractor. Again, this belongs to the company, um, which belongs to one of the founders, Alan Doe. Um, so this is going to come into the show marquee as well. It seems to be you're building up a bit of a museum. Yeah, we have a little collection of old vintage tractors. So um, I think there's about probably about eight altogether on the company, which are all old uh, Fordson and Case tractors. So. so it's not just the sound, it's the smell of them. It's it special, is, isn't it? yeah, definitely. Yeah. They just get bigger, don't they? They do, yes. We are now standing in the uh, New Holland marquee with all the New Holland tractors. This is huge. How tall are you? I'm five foot ten. And if I stood on your shoulders, we still wouldn't get to the top we of it, probably would we? No, no. Gosh, that's... And the other thing that I've, I've noticed is wheels are becoming old-fashioned nowadays. They are, yes. As uh, horsepower increases, uh, it's all about getting the power down to the ground. So more increasingly, tractors are now coming on rubber tracks. So, again, they can still go along the road, um, drive along the road, OK, but in the field, they give a lot more better traction um, and get that power down to the ground. How many people work here? Uh, we'll run about 550 across the business. So this is one of the major agricultural equipment suppliers in the country? Absolutely. I mean, we're the biggest um, as a collective for the ground care and um, the construction as well, taking that into play. We're the, we're the biggest in the UK, biggest dealers. And, and the fact that half the tractors you sell are made in Essex as well. So, I mean, it really is a homegrown, homegrown company. Definitely. We've been going over 100 years. So it's fourth generation Doe. We've got Colin Doe, who's at the helm now as our managing director. And he's... Um, uh, being closely followed by Angus, his son, who's our service director. So we're on to the fifth generation now. 
All right then, look, can you do me a deal on that one? I'll have the combine in the corner. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Well, that, that is uh, probably going to shock here, Ray. That's getting towards third of a million pound for that. Third of a million? Yes. Oh, what's that? 300,000? 330,000, something like that, yeah. That discount comes, if I buy two? You get a little bit of discount on that. That comes with the latest GPS steering again. Uh, and the rubber tracks are a little bit extra money. Um, yeah, I've done paying you three quarters, <laughs> third of a million, you want a bit extra for rubber tracks. That's it, oh yeah. You that's, need the Bentley when you've got a <laughs> That's right, yep, definitely. Haley and Mark from Ernest Owen Son, based at Alting, near Malden in Essex, with depots around the southeast and east Anglia. Where the Doe Show is held normally around the first week of February. You're probably too late for this year's Doe Show, but make a note in your diary for next year the beginning of February 2017. Well, it's all well and good looking at the products, but you would want to try them, wouldn't you? I went out on the very latest case tractor with Mark. Right, so as we start off, I'm just pressing on the screen here, um, the Mark A tab. So that's putting an imaginary A point, um, and that's being logged from space with a satellite. And then as we, we set off, um, I'll just drive it for a little way, probably 50 meters. And then that's plotting an imaginary line again from space. And then we drive a little way, press the B point, and then we can carry on using the satellite down the field. So the satellite away. will have worked out what you're, what That's you're up it. to. They're thinking, oh, I know, this guy's in this field, he wants to plough a straight line. That's and it. Yep. The satellite takes over. It does, yes. Uh, and then if I press the auto button here, that should take over. So look no hands. Yep, look no hands. So it's now steering in a straight line, and we can just carry on down the field. So you're just controlling the speed now? Yeah, I'm just controlling the speed on my, on my foot. Um, and I say, with, this is um, a CVX transmission, so we can dial in here on the, on the cab pillar here the speed we want to go. And that tractor will just go 7K. There is just no comparison to, to those tractors of just 50 years ago, which is in, in everybody's lifetime, That's isn't right. it? That's it, right, yeah. It's just like... Well, it is unbelievable looking at this compared to, to what my dad was driving in the 1960s. Oh, yes, come a long way. Technology has uh, come leaps and bounds in agriculture in the last you know, 50 years. Uh, some of the older generation just wouldn't believe the technology now um, you know, that's in these tractors. How many computers have you got on board? I mean, you've got loads um, of screens here. Yeah, there's two screens here. It's all, um, there's a computer to control the actual tractor, um, you know, the running of the engine and the transmission. And then, obviously, we have this computer screen here with our guidance and this has got all information of area we've covered, fuel use per hectare, an hour, voltage of the battery, etc., things like that. So, so the farmer, if he's linked to your tractor, to his machines, he can be back at his office thinking, oh, I've made some money this morning, or conversely, that's cost me a bit because it's a muddy old field. That's it, yeah, the technology is now where, you know, the farm manager can sit in the office and he can watch on his computer the performance of his drivers in the field with the tractors. So. so he can see when you find that quiet corner just down over the dip where you think, I'll have my sandwiches and a flask of coffee and perhaps a little doze, he, he, he yep. can see that. He can, yeah. He, he will know when that tractor stops, um, you know, that, that, that driver's having to snooze up the corners. So. It's a frightening world, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Big Brother's watching. <laughs> just looking up the field, that's about as straight as you can get, isn't it? That is, yeah, that's pretty, pretty laser, laser straight, that is, yeah. So are you uh, ready to have a go then, Ray? Have I got to use the satellite or should no, I do it the old-fashioned way? It, drive it for a start if you want. Yeah. Are you brave enough to do that? Yeah. No, I'll try <laughs> OK, let's get, let's have a go, see okay. what happens. Right, yeah. And then you just basically take your foot off the clutch there, 
The tractor won't actually move until you press the uh -huh. accelerator pedal. Okay, and I'm just going to keep this wheel in. That's it, this yeah, furrow. just keep that wheel in that furrow. Okay, here we go. And then just basically push and go. Okay, speed. I want seven kilometres, do we? That's it, yeah, so you can just push the accelerator a little bit more. There we go. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong one there. That's it, and we're off. Now, does a good ploughman look ahead or behind? Um, both really, yeah, you just need to keep an eye where you're going and also you need to keep an eye on your plough behind, just make sure you're ploughing it back over level um, and not leaving any far turn furrows or, or make sure you're not too deep. Yeah, doing a good job there. And my dad would have said, ain't a good ploughing if you can't do a straight line, but... <laughs> that's it, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Do I need the clutch to stop or...? No, if you, you can just take your foot off the accelerator and that will just stop. Um, there you go. Does that look straight? Let me look out the back. Some of it's straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're done good. Yep, it's not bad. So how many times are we going to go up and down this field to finish it then? Quite a few hundred, yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a big field. <laughs> sampling the wares at the Doe Show and a reminder once again the Doe Show at the beginning of February every year. Thank you for listening to this podcast from World Radio Gardening and don't forget they're updated regularly. Visit our website often for the next podcast from World Radio Gardening. Thank you for listening.